Do you believe in curses? Because if not, this story might just change your mind. Well, welcome everyone to Feelin' Film. Whether you're listening on a podcast app of your choice or watching here on YouTube, I'm your resident film critic, Aaron White, and I am here to talk about The Iron Claw from A24. This film stars Zach Efron, Jeremy Allen White, Harris Dickinson, Stanley Simons, Mara Tierney, Holt McCallany, and Lily James. It is written and directed by Sean Durkin. Cinematography is by Matthias Erdely. It is edited by Matthew Hannum, and music is by Richard Reed Perry. It runs 130 minutes. What's it about? The true story of the inseparable Von Erich brothers, who made history in the intensely competitive world of professional wrestling in the early 1980s. Now to start off with some background, I was completely unaware of this story and the family's history coming into this film, and I was totally caught off guard by how tragic it is. This is a melodramatic sports biography, and it is very well made. Sean Durkin does an incredible job of telling this story about a toxic father pushing his family to greatness at a terrible cost. It's almost an inversion of the typical genre formula, too, because in a lot of these stories, they're all about a rise to success, and that's not quite how the lives of the Von Erichs end up playing out. So who are the Von Eriks? Well, Patriarch Fritz had always dreamed of becoming a world wrestling champion. That was his goal and all he had set out to do. But when he is unable to, he ends up running and owning a smaller wrestling promotion there in Texas. And he shifts his focus to training his sons, Kevin, Carrie, David, and Mike, and pushing one of them to attain that ultimate prize for the family. Zach Efron gives maybe the best performance of his career. He's the heart and soul of the picture and the family as Kevin. It's a physically demanding and emotionally taxing performance that really stretches him beyond his teenage heartthrob appeal. He is the eldest remaining Von Erich's son, and his life revolves around training and working hard because he wants to impress his father and he wants to achieve this goal for the family. He feels like that rests on his shoulders, as does protection of his brothers. He's a little bit simple, and he just loves spending time with his family and has completely bought into the indoctrination of his dad saying that this is the only path his life can go on. For much of his life, he's the favorite of his father, and that causes him a lot of pressure and pain to perform, and it makes him a little bit socially awkward when it comes to dealing with people outside of the ring and outside of his very tight family circle. We see this in a big way when he starts up a relationship with Lily James, she is extremely aggressive, and if it's not for her really pushing him to go on a date and pushing him to become involved, you get the idea that that just wouldn't be on his radar at all, even though it's something that he comes to very much value and enjoy in his life. McElhaney as the father is the other biggest standout for me by far. 
He is the epitome of a man who cannot see the destruction that he is causing in his own family. Mike, the youngest brother, has incredible artistic talent and ambitions, but is constantly bashed by his dad for not being as athletic and interested in wrestling as the other boys are. It's so realistic that it, it hurts to watch. Fritz's wife is played by Mara Tierney, who also gives a very heartbreaking performance. She's someone that has become so overpowered by her husband's dreams that she's lost sight of who she is as an individual and the things that she once had a passion for herself. And she's so beaten down by years of this that she's even just given up on trying to make her husband into a more compassionate man. I won't reveal the beats of the story because if you're like me and you don't know them, it's a real shocker to witness them as the film unfolds. But this is truly practically an unbelievable series of tragedies that this family endures. There is a belief that the Von Erich name is cursed, and Durkin does a wonderful job of exploring this idea, and whether or not the awful things happening to the family are indeed a curse, or God's will, or just bad luck. In the ring, the film is extremely honest and authentic about the fact that wrestling is not an actual competitive sport in the same way that most things are, but that it is highly dependent on promotion and entertainment. But it also doesn't skirt the fact that this is an incredibly athletic event taking place. And there is a lot of physicality that goes into this. Your body has to take a ton of punishment, whether it's real or not. You can get hurt badly and you have to have a really high pain tolerance. I still think it looks a bit silly watching people like fake hit each other and flop around, but that's the sport. And it shows it to us in a way that isn't making fun of it, but it captures well the more raw nature of where this sport was in the 80s versus the extreme theatricality that it has gotten to now. Athletically speaking, I wasn't really, however, sold on all of the brothers being worthy championship competitors, other than Kevin, that is. David displays incredible charisma on the mic, and you can see why he would become the type of personality that wrestling fans tend to latch onto, but nothing we see from him inside the ring screamed extreme athletic talent. Likewise with Carrie, who's played by, I am going to probably get some grief for this, but I think maybe a miscast Jeremy Allen White. His journey from aspiring Olympian to wrestling contender feels a little undercooked to me especially for how heavily it features in the family's life story. I never really felt like we understood his motivations deep enough for why he was driven to make the decisions he did, as compared to how deeply we get to know Kevin. The movie looks incredible. Cinematography is fantastic. I love the editing. It's thoroughly engaging, and it's very sad. Its best moments are when the brothers are together because their bond is a beautiful thing, save for one major scene at the end of the film that plays out a little bit like a reunion and implies an idea about suicide, which I just cannot get behind. Despite that misstep, I can't really recommend this film enough. It's a fantastic new entry in this genre, and Sean Durkin continues to make wonderful movies and be a director that is well worth keeping your eye on anytime a new project is announced. The Iron Claw will be in theaters on December the 22nd. You can go and see it for yourself then. Well, that's it for this episode. Hope you've enjoyed the review. If you do, please like, subscribe, share, leave us a five-star review if you have that opportunity somewhere, and join in the comments and 
Let us know what you think of the film when you get a chance to see it. I'll be back with more reviews. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling film.